I've done research in my academic career on the joy that people get when they find out they're getting a bonus at work. It's not the day it shows up in their check. It's the day they find out about it. That's the day when the boss comes in and says, you're a linchpin in this, in this company. 40% bonus, whatever. And you go home and you open the champagne with your spouse. It's so great. And three weeks later, it shows up in your check. And you're like, huh, yeah. And you're running for the next thing. Because you can't keep no satisfaction. That's author C. Brooks. And this is The Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Friday. Thank you so much for vibing with me today as we have Harvard professor, PhD, social scientist, and number one best-selling author, author C. Brooks, back on the show to share his formula for long-lasting satisfaction. Here's Author C. Brooks. Enjoy. During the coronavirus epidemic, when we were just super deeply locked down in Massachusetts, my, my little girl, who's now 20, she was a senior in high school, and she was studying by Zoom, graduating from Newton South High School in the outskirts of Boston on the laptop at the kitchen table, miserably, like everybody else, learning nothing, like almost everybody else. Well, every morning I would come down and she would be in math class, just miserably looking at the laptop. One morning I come down, she's looking at the laptop, laughing. What are you looking at, honey? Obviously she's not in math class. What are you looking at? And she says, I'm actually looking at YouTube. I said, okay, good. I'm watching a video of a very old man dancing like a chicken and trying to sing. I'm not beyond looking at somebody making a fool of himself on YouTube. I like that too. I'm a shallow person, fundamentally. So I come around and look at what my little girl, Marina, is looking at on her laptop of the old man dancing like a chicken and trying to sing. It's Mick Jagger, right? <laughs> she doesn't know who he is, right? Kids these days. He's singing, I can't get no satisfaction. Recently, so he's like a hundred, right? And she's and she says, "Do you people like this?" By which she meant old people. I took umbrage at that, but it gave me an opportunity to explain something to my little girl, which is that I mean, it's not that fun living with a social scientist. But I got an opportunity to talk to her about the fact that it's not the song; it's just the song. The reason that it has been so popular, it was number one on the charts when I was one, and I'm 59 been around for a long time. The reason for its popularity is the message. I can't get no satisfaction, and I try, and I try. What is satisfaction? It's the reward after struggle. That's what satisfaction is. It's the joy, the moment of ebullience that you get after you work hard for something. If my students cheat on an exam to get an A, there's no satisfaction. If they work hard and get an A, 
It's wonderful, right? But here's the problem, right? I can't, it's actually not true you can't get no satisfaction. Jagger's wrong about that. The problem is you can't keep no satisfaction. If you couldn't get it, you wouldn't try and try and try and try. The problem is you can't keep no satisfaction. I've done research in my academic career on the joy that people get when they find out they're getting a bonus at work. It's not the day it shows up in their check. It's the day they find out about it. That's the day when the boss comes in and says, you're a linchpin in this, in this company. 40% bonus, whatever. And you go home and you open the champagne with your spouse. It's so great. And three weeks later, it shows up in your check. And you're like, huh, yeah. And you're running for the next thing. Because you can't keep no satisfaction. There's a reason for that. There's a, a process in every biological and emotional process in human life called homeostasis. Most of you have heard that word before. Homeostasis means the tendency to return to an equilibrium, return to a baseline, a physical or emotional baseline. Why? Because you always have to be ready for the next thing in life. Mother Nature gives you homeostasis so that you're ready to deal with the next thing emotionally or physically. But Mother Nature also makes sure that you don't know you're going to return. She fools you. She tells you, you can keep satisfaction if you get that car or that house or that job or that marriage or that watch or that prestige or power or whatever your thing is. You get it, you're gonna love it forever. But then you get it and then you don't. And so you conclude, I guess I needed more. That's the hedonic treadmill. It's a metaphor, obviously. You run to get the feeling, and then you don't get the feeling for very long, so you keep running and running. And, and if you're a real striver, I'm talking to you, achievers, some, there's a little evil guy in the corner of the gym who's churning up the speed on that treadmill. And so after a little while, it's going at terrifying velocity such that you're not just running to try to get ahead anymore, you're also running because you're afraid to stop. That sound familiar? That's the striver's curse. <laughs> It's a real tyranny. Now, satisfaction, to be sure, is a, is a macronutrient of happiness. You need that joy for these achievements. The problem is the tyranny of the hedonic treadmill. But there's a, a glitch in that matrix that you can exploit. There's a way that you can fix that. To do that, you're going to have to stand up to Mother Nature. And I'm going to tell you how to do it. It's not easy, but you can. Here's how it works. Mother Nature gives you a formula for satisfaction. Satisfaction is equal to all the things that you have. It's the sum value of all the things that you have is your satisfaction. That's what Mother Nature tells you. She's lying. The real formula for lasting satisfaction is all of your haves divided by your wants. That's a better formulation of the right strategy for lasting satisfaction. Haves divided by wants. Now, you can get momentary, inefficient satisfaction by having a have more strategy. How do I get satisfaction? More, more what? More everything. More power, more money, more pleasure, more fame, more Instagram followers, more whatever your thing is. Or you can look at a better strategy that lasts by, by decreasing the denominator. You don't need a have more strategy. You need a want less strategy, do you? Do you have a strategy for wanting less? Think about it this way. First part of your life, you're building the beautiful artwork that is you. Your life is an empty canvas, which you're filling up with brush strokes. The problem is if you're an achiever, you're a striver, you're a hard worker, and you, you're blessed with some success, what privilege. 
By about age 45, that canvas is as dense as a Rothko, right? More brush strokes are not going to make it better. What do you need? You need to change the metaphor from a, a canvas you're filling up to a, to a sculpture that you're chipping away, and the beautiful you is in there, and there's detritus you need to get rid of. You need to get out the chisel. On your birthday, you don't need a, a bucket list. You need a reverse bucket list. And, and you write all of your ambitions and desires and your cravings, and then you cross them out. Not that you won't get it, not that it's not good, but in your pre, it's no longer limbic. In your prefrontal cortex, you can manage those desires. That's what I do now, by the way. I practice what I preach. On my 59th birthday, some months back, I put the list of my cravings and desires, right? And some of them were predictable that Oprah and I would have a big bestseller. I, I know I'm 59, I shouldn't be thinking about that, but we're human, right? But you know what else I put on there? A bunch of my political opinions because they were holding me down, man. They were attachments. Thich Nhat Hanh, the great Vietnamese Buddhist master, one time said that opinions are our greatest sources of attachments. So I wrote down half of my, most, my strongest political opinions, and I crossed them out. Want to know why I need fewer political opinions? Because I need more friends. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm free. I'm telling you, I'm lighter. I'm free. And that can work for you, too. Big thanks to author C. Brooks for stopping by. And today's take-home lesson is, in order for us to be satisfied, we must first work hard on the thing that we want to achieve, but ultimately, to have long-lasting satisfaction, we must have a healthy ratio between all the things that we have and all the things that we want. And the way to do that is to, is to divide all of our haves by our wants and that will lead to long-lasting satisfaction. All right, if you'd like to connect with him, you can go to his website, authorbrooks.com. That is also his YouTube. His Instagram is Author C. Brooks. His latest book, which he co-wrote with Oprah Winfrey, is entitled Build the Life You Want, The Art and Science of Getting Happier. If you'd like to check out the last couple of times we've had him on the show, you can go back and check out episodes 620 or 612. And lastly, if you'd like to watch the entire talk, which I highly recommend on YouTube, you can go there and type in The Science of Happiness with author C. Brooks. All right. That is a wrap for me. I thank you. I appreciate you. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I hope you have a, a wonderful weekend ahead and I will see you back here Monday. So until then, stay strong. Later. Later.